Welcome to college football tonight, right here, right now. Let's get to the big stories right at the front of the show. Baylor and Oklahoma met today, and it was a clash. It was a clash of titans, but Baylor able to win. Oklahoma's offense just was not there today. They did not play well. Oklahoma's defense made a couple of stops. They held Baylor under 30 points, but the offense wasn't there. Baylor now has a much better opportunity to find themselves in the Big 12 championship if Oklahoma finds themselves in a couple of losses. Now, with the Iowa State loss to Texas Tech today, it is really a three-team race for two spots in the title game. Baylor has two conference losses, those coming, I believe, to Oklahoma State and to TCU. So it's an interesting race that we've got. Really three teams for two spots. Oklahoma State, they're only lost to Iowa State. Oklahoma only lost to Baylor. So if Oklahoma... So Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, they play week 13, the last game of the season. It's probably going to be on ABC Saturday Night Football. We're thinking about we're thinking that that's going to be the case. It's going to be interesting. The so if the loser of that game falls to two losses and then it's just that two-way tie there, it would be this head-to-head games. Oklahoma State beat Baylor, but Baylor beat Oklahoma. So Oklahoma would have to win out, basically, to secure them, their self, themselves a spot in the title game. Oklahoma State has really a margin for error. Now, if Iowa State won today and Iowa State won out, then we could have been talking a much different situation. There would have been a lot more complicating factors. But Oklahoma State, they've just got to take care of business next week, and uh, they'll be in the Big 12 championship, I believe. I think that's how it'll how it'll go. Oklahoma, they've got to run the table to guarantee them themselves a spot in the title game uh, next week against Iowa State, and then against Oklahoma State in the finale. I think it's going to be a race. I think Oklahoma is going to have a tough time. They they have to win. Their their backs are against the wall to even get to the Big Twelve championship. I think they're out of the playoff picture. I don't think the Big Twelve has an opportunity to get a team in. I just uh, even a one-loss Oklahoma or a one-loss Oklahoma State, I I can't see them putting them ahead of really the Big Ten champion, and I can't see them putting them ahead of probably even a second SEC team, uh, whether that be and I I think Oregon a one-loss Oregon probably goes ahead of them as well. It it just depends on how it works out. We'll see what happens now. Let's move on to another big game, Michigan and Penn State. That was a great game. That was a phenomenal game. Michigan able to pull it off. Michigan did not have a great start to that fourth quarter. They had conceded a touchdown uh, that made it 14-14. They gave it that two-point conversion. They had really shut down Penn State all night. It wasn't really the night. It was all afternoon. They had shut down Penn State. Then finally, Penn State's able to, in that one drive, able to score eight points. They'd only scored six the rest of the night, rest of the uh, the rest of the day, and then they had a missed field goal, so it could have been nine. 
could have been a different situation. But then Michigan gave up another field goal to lose the lead. I think there was a turnover in there that gave Penn State that ball in good good position. Penn State got a field goal. Penn State was up 17-14, really with uh, Michigan only only was going to have the ball one more time. And they capitalized. And they scored that go-ahead touchdown. And they went on to win the game. It's just uh, a great performance by the Wolverines. You got to credit them today. That uh, today was one of their best performances of the entire season. This Penn State team was is not a bad team. They're not a bad team. I know they didn't have a number next to their name, which if they were an SEC school, trust me, there would be a number next to their name as a Penn State team. It only had three losses on the year. None of them. I mean, the Illinois loss you should be ashamed of, but losing to Iowa and losing to, um, who's the other one? Ohio State. You know, those are two ranked teams. Ohio State probably a playoff team. You know, they, for me, they're, they're a great football team. And, and, uh, we'll see how Penn State can finish the year. They get a Michigan State matchup and they, I believe next week, get Maryland, if I'm not wrong on that one. Is that no, guys, I don't think they get Maryland next week. I think, they already played Maryland. They played Maryland last week. I think Michigan plays Maryland next week. Let's just get off that topic because I'm wrong all the time. Uh, what, what another good game today. You know, there's a lot of hype going into Iowa and Minnesota. There's also a lot of hype going into Ohio, Purdue and Ohio State. Ohio State, of course, was on the upset alert. People are saying Purdue has beaten Ohio State so often. They had spoiled a couple other teams' seasons. And all I said today in the pregame show is that Ohio State, they're going to blow them out. Now, Ohio State, David, David Bell, Purdue, they had a great day. They had a great day offensively. 31 points, I believe, was the final tally. But Ohio State's offense put on a show. They did what they what uh, they put together the script that they needed to put together to beat Oregon. They just didn't execute back in, in uh, week two of the season. But really, what they showed today is that they've made a ton of progress since that earlier part of the season. They're a much better football team now, and I think that it's apparent. We know that Ohio State is a good football team, and I would say that they're. They went out. They're in the playoff. Now, the, the slate ahead for Ohio State, they're going to get a handful of ranked opponents on the rest of the way. They've got Michigan State, noon Eastern time on ABC this weekend. I think Michigan State can give them a, a good opportunity. That game is in Columbus, so it is a, a an advantage for the Buckeyes. Now, the other thing with that game, or the, then the following week, there's not too much to go with that game it's going to be probably college game day goes there to Columbus I don't think they've they haven't been to Columbus they uh, probably could have gone to Columbus for the Penn State Ohio State game they didn't go there but I think college game day will be there uh, for but uh that that's that's just a distraction and uh, each team will probably uh hurt from that and then they'll they'll play against Michigan in uh, week 13 the day 
two days after Thanksgiving. And that will be on Fox Big Noon Saturday. What's important for that one, for the, for uh, and then they get the Big Ten Championship if they went out, of course. So I was wrong. Obviously, Michigan State has a Big Ten loss now. So if Michigan State lose next week, they're pretty much done. They're pretty. They're. I mean, with uh, two Big Ten losses, they're not going to be in the Big Ten championship. Now, if Michigan State wins next week, they would only have to beat Penn State in the finale. To, I think they would. Would they automatically qualify next week? So, at a two loss, no, they wouldn't automatically qualify. But uh. Because, yeah. So they would need a win next week, and then they would need to beat Penn State. Otherwise, if they lost to Penn State, it would be the winner of Ohio State and Michigan. So that that's an interesting uh, little quirk there. But uh, oh, I think Ohio State's going to run the table. So we can uh, just put all that aside. And we'll just let it play out. I think there's a lot of interesting scenarios. The SEC is interesting. We'll get to that a little later. Uh, any, I want to talk about that Iowa-Minnesota game real quick before we take a break. Minnesota played well today. Just did not play well enough. I mean, Iowa made changes at quarterback. Iowa put in Alex Padilla today. A couple of key throws, a couple of key plays for Iowa that turned their drives into touchdowns in a couple of situations. And as an Iowa football team, they scored 27 points. That should be enough to win on every single week for Iowa. I don't think Iowa has given up given up the huge amounts of points this season. Now, they haven't scored in two of those games where they only scored seven points, that's not enough. You're not going to win a football game in 2021 scoring seven, but Iowa scored 27 today. That's enough to win as an Iowa team. That's what you want. Now, I think they could have executed a couple more times and uh, scored 35, 38, but, you know, you got to roll with the punches and and uh, and deal with what is at stake and at hand. But, uh Minnesota, I I wouldn't be too disappointed. I mean, you're you're not disappointed in the performance today, but you're disappointed that you really haven't beaten Iowa since PJ Fleck took over, and you haven't beat them in Iowa City this century. It's tough. It's tough. And uh, being a Minnesota fan, the last two weeks have been really bad. I mean, Minnesota has had great performances this year, bad performances as well. Now, the Big Ten West... That's going to come down to Wisconsin. They control their own destiny. They win the rest of their games. They're in Indianapolis. Purdue lost today, so they are at three Big Ten losses, I believe. So it's really Wisconsin. If they win against Nebraska and win against Minnesota, Minnesota, they're in Indianapolis as a three-loss Big Ten team. Um, And Wisconsin's playing their best football right now, so it would be a surprise if they lost. So, I mean, the Nebraska game, I don't know. It's either on ESPN or ABC. We'll know that at some point. And then 
that season finale against Minnesota. That'll probably be a network TV game. That's probably the third third pick for Big Ten. First pick, obviously, being Ohio State-Michigan. And the second pick will probably be Michigan State against Penn State, unless Michigan State's out of it, which they probably will be. But it'll be interesting. All right. I think that'll do it for us until we take a break here. We'll have some scores for you, break down a couple more games here in College Football Tonight. Welcome back here to College Football Tonight. Wow. I mean, I'm just shocked from what we saw here. Kansas knocking off Texas. And uh, that was a heck of a performance by the Jayhawks tonight. I mean, they did not, they didn't play the the best game that they could have. They did not finish the game. They they played very well in the first half. They had a 35 to 14 lead, I believe. Kansas didn't play the best they could have, but they finished the job in overtime. The game-winning catch, and I say if you're an inferior team and you know that you're an inferior team, always go for two and and I try to win the fee, win the game on that one play especially um, if you get that opportunity in the situation they did. And uh, Kansas, you got to give them credit. They rolled with the punches that Texas gave them, and they did exactly what they needed to do. In a game where it's high scoring, you want to have your offense with the ball last. That's exactly what they did. They end up knocking off Texas, and now... It's going to be a lot of people dissing on Texas coming into uh, the next couple of days, weeks, and months, and forever. This Texas team, is just it's been disappointing, to say the least, of what they've performed at. And, uh, you know, we'll see uh, what, what Texas brings going forward. But people are very, very frustrated in what, what we've seen from Texas. And coming in a couple of years, whenever it happens, they're moving to the SEC. It's not getting any easier for Texas when they go to the SEC. And, you know, I'm really scared for them in, in Oklahoma. But less, less so for Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma can compete to some extent. But Texas, jeez, Wow. It's it's a it's a disappointing performance today. All right. I also want to tell you tell you that uh Ole Miss they looked good tonight. They got the win. They did what they had to do. Got a couple of breaks late in the game from the young quarterback at A and M, and the Yankees just fell short. They had that opportunity and. Uh, just wasn't enough tonight. We'll see how the Aggies play soon. We'll see. Well, well, well. Let's get to our three winners of the day. I don't have too much to say about any other football. I mean, I guess Wake Forest got the win tonight. Um, pretty much everything else you can Google. I don't feel like I need to say too much. Let's get into our three winners of the day. First of all, Kansas, their winner. A shocking win on the road, beating Texas. No one would have thought that Kansas 
could pull this off. More than 30-point underdogs. If you bet $10, you would have won $235. If you bet $10 on Kansas to win the game, they they didn't win by a ton. They won by a point in overtime, but they won. If you would have bet $10 on Kansas winning, you would have been $235 richer. Just saying. That's the odds they can't, that uh, the odds makers gave Kansas to win this game. It was very slim, and they really had to play the perfect game. And offensively, Kansas was lights out early in this game, and they scored the amount of points they had too tonight. Again, congratulations to Kansas. We'll give you that winner spot. But uh, you shouldn't want to be in the winner's circle after beating a four-win four team. And congratulations to them. They snapped that 18-game losing streak against Big 12 opponents, I believe. Uh, the 18-game road losing streak. All right, another winner, Rutgers. I know they didn't beat... I know it's a similar situation. Indiana's having a terrible season. But the way that Rutgers beat them, it wasn't it wasn't a close game at all. Rutgers just trounced Indiana. This is really the first time in that Rutgers been in the Big Ten that they have dominated a Big Ten opponent. Good signs for Rutgers. They're moving in the right direction. And, uh, I mean... I wouldn't say look out or anything, but uh, it's a good sign for them. Good sign for Rutgers. Don't know what it'll hold going forward, but uh, good for them. And then our final winner, I'll give it to the Ole Miss Rebels. They they dominated Texas A&M in the first half. They A&M was coming back. It was ten to fifteen, and then. The Rebels made a stop defensively. They created a turnover, scored, and they finished the game off. Though they got a pick six a little bit later, but wow. I mean, AM, you know, they, they had a tough game. They didn't win. But, uh, I mean, you got to give credit to the Ole Miss Rebels protecting their home field. They had a good atmosphere. I think they had game today. And uh, congratulations to them on the win. And I know that they're probably going to fall short of winning the SEC West. And that, and that comes down to the other SEC game that, that Ole Miss lost, which uh, was unfortunate. Which was... Uh, Shoot. I don't know. I don't know who they lost to. Ole Miss. You know, good good win tonight, uh, but uh It's unfortunate that they lost to Auburn. That's the that's the other SEC team they lost to. Yeah, that was a bad loss. But uh if Ole Miss played Auburn tomorrow, I think Ole Miss would win. Ole Miss gets Vandy next week, then they get Mississippi State for the Egg Bowl. They very much are our Sugar Bowl quality team, and I think that's where they may or may not end up 
Certainly, if the SEC gets two teams in the college ball playoff, I would see Ole Miss going to the Sugar Bowl. Um, that's pretty much a no-brainer. A&M, they just fell short tonight. All right. I think that'll do it for us. Enjoy your college football. There's still a lot to come. I don't know if I've got anything for you for in terms of TV selections tonight. Uh, but... Again, congratulations to Kansas. Uh, yeah. Great job. They did it. They actually did it. Alright. Here's some statistics here. The Jayhawks got their first Big 12 road victory since October 4th of 2008. In Ames, Iowa, snapping a 56-game conference road losing streak. It was by far <coughs> the longest active streak in the FPS, which now belongs to Vanderbilt, who's lost 11 straight conference road games. So 8 overall, 21 against FBS opponents, 18 Game losing streak against conference opponents. And then 56 straight conference road losses ending tonight. And they finally got the win. And actually, it's Texas's uh, first five game losing streak since 1956. If you didn't know that. Putting a little salt in the wound for Texas. Again, enjoy your Sunday.